How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintagey colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O- com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello there, it's Jamila Jamel. Are you by any chance listening to this podcast promo while out on a walk? If so, good for you. That's going to make both your mind and your body feel better. On my podcast, I Weigh, this month, we're going to be exploring mental health and talking to amazing guests about other things that you can do to make yourself feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Art, as defined by Webster's Dictionary, will never truly capture the moment when you see and or experience something that moves you and makes you think. Art is truly something that is indescribable. Rarely is there a shared experience or reference point, the Mona Lisa, the David, American Gothic, and of course, the Enchanted Peasant Girl. We saw Mannequin 2 on the move, so you know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am your host, Paul Shear, joined, as always, by June Diane Rayfield. How are you, June? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Very good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> and Jason Manzoukas. How are you, Jason? Paul, I love you with all of my heart. Thank you, Jason. As it I is wonderful to you. see you. <laughs> Great to see you as well. And we have a very special guest today. He is a hilarious comedian and actor. You've seen him on the Sarah Silverman Show. You probably uh, follow him on Twitter. Uh, please welcome Steve Agee. Thanks, guys. Agee. Good to be here. Great to be here. <laughs> very excited to have you. Now, uh, the last movie that we did on this show... Also involved department store. I was like, "What's going on with department stores?" You know department store that magic. A, but that was a thing with yes. movie. Like department stores were huge, huge because they were new at that time. Like departments or the department store that we now know. Yeah, like, mall department. Yeah. Store, yeah, yeah, that mall department store was in like every early '90s movie. Well, I feel like there's that other movie, Career Opportunities, where it was like, oh, yeah. like the guy who was Jennifer like in Connelly movie, right? Yeah. They're like, we should do that one next. Uh, but just like people just <laughs> hanging out in malls and like, what could you do in a big department store where there were like boats and tents sure. and clothes, yeah. you know? But it was like this movie posits like department store as museum as well. Like there's well, also like a museum luck. exhibit luck. going on. We got to get into all it's this. A show, I mean. There's, <laughs> so there's a stage. There's a theater. There's a full theater in a department store. And for performers. Very, oh, yeah. And rehearsal. Oh, yeah. Before we even For get dance to- sequences. There's so many dance sequences. And <laughs> I, I feel like they were like, how can we have dance sequences, fashion montages, and mannequins all in one place? And somebody was like, set it all in a giant department store? Well, here's the thing. It's a sequel. <laughs> it's based on the original. Well, not based on the original. It's, it's a sequel uh, that 
is jumping off from the first movie, which took place in a department store. But which everything- is a natural place for a mannequin to 100%. live. I have no yes. problem with that. Yes. But, but this movie yeah. didn't need the department store because they never use her as a artist. mannequin. Yes. She oh, is a not a mannequin. Well, let's, yeah, go, let's, let's go back. <laughs> I, I realized that last night. Like, let's go back to I the beginning. Think about let's that. Let's go back to the beginning. The movie starts in medieval times, and it's medieval the times. I was going to say, yeah, by medieval <laughs> times, a restaurant. It's like SoCal kids running around going like, hey, dude. Like, no attempt at an accent, no, no. attempt. They were the cleanest medieval times people I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because usually those medieval times people are real dirty. Well, just like, I mean, there's dirty, no, filthy but there's just nothing about, like, they look cartoonish and, mm-hmm. and so colorful and <laughs> that even the bridge that they're on had like bricks that are like very 19th century. Yep. Yeah. Like, sure. I mean like, yeah, the, the sword fight is ridiculous. All of it is like laughable. I think that even the wizard goes, Madam Sweetie Pie. Yeah, but it's almost is- like, it's <laughs> almost like to, to the degree of like Robin Hood men in tights or, yes. or princess yes. bride level, like g- winking at the audience, you know? Uh, I would 100% agree. Uh, I feel like it really, it does feel like an updated medieval time show. It just is like with well, some better looking. And she certainly didn't seem like a peasant girl. Oh, no. No. I mean, her outfit was very nice in the beginning, and she looked very clean, like with running water. And ev- I mean, there. <laughs> she was a, she a, a middle class. Her hair. Yeah. She shampooed. She's oh, yeah. a middle class peasant, yeah. for yeah, sure. For yeah. sure. But she's like a garbage person in the eyes of the queen. Sure. Here's my question The girl she's with in the very beginning of the movie, is that her daughter? What? No. No. Sister. That's her sister. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. I mean, I just assumed it was. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. It would be really weird if she had a daughter and was like ready to ride off on the back <laughs> of this dude's horse. This was just, medieval times. It would be, it's not unthinkable. Yeah, it would be amazing if this movie set up a world in which a single mother rides off on the horse of a prince, <laughs> leaving her 10-year-old daughter behind <laughs> to just fend <laughs> for her to die of the plague. Yeah. Even if it's her sister, she seemed to have a maternal relationship with her. Well, they're just staring at the window. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was worried about that girl and what happened to the her. Window, I mean, she's the dead. window. The glass window. <laughs> that little girl died. Yeah, you said that it so. Girl for sure June died. said it so nonchalantly. She's like, "Nah, she's dead." Well, she's definitely dead. <laughs> I did want. Well, well they're, of all course, dead. Time, they're all dead. Time, but she lived a long, healthy life. We don't know in that, that in that you know, a thousand plague, years ago. So the she plague could have hit. She lived yeah. to the ripe old age of twenty-seven, <laughs> which was the life expectancy. <laughs> well, um, I was fascinated too by the fact that when when Christy Swanson, uh, America's uh, the love of young boys' lives at that time. Comes back to life a thousand years later and never is like, oh no, what about my family? What about my sister? Oh, oh like she says it once. She does. Yes, she mentions it once. Like, oh, I can't to see. I can't wait to see my family again. And then it's like, never. You <laughs> she, won't. She adapts so quickly. Just so, if you have not seen this movie, which I highly recommend that you do. Uh, the premise is that a <laughs> queen puts a curse on a peasant girl because her son, the prince, wants to marry her. He puts a necklace on. And this is where the the movie gets foggy for me in the sense that because this is the first scene and it's already getting foggy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it already is having some plot holes. So they put a necklace around Royal her neck, jewels. royal jewels, and then she freezes into a mannequin, not a stone statue. No, a wooden statue is basically what they're saying. Yes, but a, it's a mannequin. wooden mannequin. Yeah. And she now, if you take off the necklace, would she always come to life? Or was it just in a thousand years if you took off the necklace, she would come to life? I didn't understand That's the logic. Clear, yeah. she, okay, so in my understanding of it, <laughs> the necklace was going to make her a, a mannequin. But 
to break that spell, she had to be with her one true love. But also, she had to be wearing the jewels. But also, the true love had to come from a foreign land. But also, they think or something. There was like a bunch of caveats to it. But it seems to me to be like wearing the necklace, frozen, not wearing the necklace, not frozen. Right. But then later on... They put the necklace on another character. We'll get into this. They put a character, oh. he gets a necklace on. He freezes, but then later on when they yeah. want to put the necklace on the bad guy, they need to, like, enchant him in some way yeah. to make him. Yeah, well, she says the same incantation that the that the queen says upon putting the necklace on her, but which is like a so curse, a thousand-year curse. It seems yeah. to me, though, that the true love <laughs> aspect of it has Aging. nothing to do with so it. So bad. <laughs> Yeah, the because ho- Hollywood, who we know from the first movie, yes. of course, hit the necklace is put on him later in the movie, and then he's hold on a second. You're telling me because I don't remember Mannequin oh. One at all. You're oh. telling me Hollywood is in the first movie, he's oh, the crossover yeah, yeah, yeah. character, he yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, so but he, he's surprised that there's another, no, no. you can hear him say, Oh, no, I've seen this before. Oh, but he does, ne- okay. but he says it one line and never does he get into it deeper than that. <laughs> oh, he okay. just says, like, he goes, He goes, like, he goes, I wrote, I wrote it down because it's a he said it so nonchalantly. He said, um, it happened once before. He yeah. goes, this is crazy. He goes, it happened once before. No explanation. Oh, wow. And they go off to it, But it didn't happen once before with a magical necklace and a no. curse. It happened once before, well, like, in a very different way. Her I, name is also Jessie. A thousand <laughs> years ago, a, a peasant. peasant girl is named Jessie with, like, a heart over the eye at the end. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what what the fuck world are we living in? She like, is a valley girl. I mean, oh, she yeah. is. And no, does, look, I loved her in this movie. I she's she great. Was I did too. Amazing. I had the hugest crush on love Christy Swanson. Swanson. And she's love beautiful. Her. And she actually, I think, plays this character so she's well. Really she's well. delightful. Yep. She's just delightful to watch. I could watch her all day long. But my my big problem with this movie is the first mannequin was about a woman who is a mannequin who came to life. Why not make the sequel about a male mannequin? Oh. oh. Mannequin? Man. A mannequin. 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 No, mannequin sounds too much like mannequin. Wait. Mannequin. And in Mannequin 1. Yes. One of the best movies. Because I genuinely do not remember it at all. I don't either. Uh, I went a little back and I. So this is. Is there a similar kind of curse? Yes. um, It's a little different, though. Here's the thing in Mannequin 1. Uh, there is an Egyptian curse put on <laughs> Kim Cattrall. Yes, I remember it being Kim Cattrall. Um, and what happens is a mannequin designer, Andrew McCarthy, Andrew McCarthy. who's who, amazing, amazing. In the movie. Yep. And he Great. speaks to, uh, but he's also amazing at his job. He's a very good mannequin like designer. Like okay. he is the top tier guy, and he is. He talks to all of his creations, and then one time his creation talks back. And that's the like so his okay his creation but it's comes not fulfilling to life. some destiny. It's not like this movie where there's like a lot of like weird no there's no they don't. backstory. There's no one after him in that movie. Got but it. here's the problem that I have, just based on and Malekin should be great, but <laughs> they go from Malekin. New York City, like New York City, yeah. and it's like he is the best the fashion industry the fa- mannequin, yeah, and he's like the best window designer, and it's for the biggest store. 
to Philadelphia. Yep. Not Where? even Philadelphia. Ooh, Germantown. We are <laughs> about to make a lot of enemies. I was going to say, I apologize Germany. to anyone. I don't know where this is going, Paul, but I do not share your sentiments. Yeah, I'm going to really take down Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia, you got Creed, and that's all you got. <laughs> Rocky and Creed, and fuck you. But I feel like they chose Germantown because the original princess was in Germany. I think you're right, but I think... It is such a downgrade to everything because it's like, why would you tour this mannequin in Germantown? Oh, man, we're going to get so many <laughs> And then, And then on why? top of this, let <laughs> me you know, tell you, oh, Philadelphia. You don't deserve <laughs> to, to have a touring production of, <laughs> of, of, a, of a mannequin <laughs> from a different country show up in one of your store museums. South Street, huh? <laughs> they literally say, like, all... All the elite of Philadelphia will be there. Right, the, and Paul oh, yeah, is yeah. saying, who's that? Trash people. <laughs> Wrong. There are no elites in Philadelphia. I'm you don't saying deserve our, seven our to ten elite people. Oh, I just want to say that Paul is speaking only for himself. I think Philadelphia has wonderful <laughs> elites. I think no. it would be, I would be proud. Jason? I would be proud if anything that I did was was set there or went there. You know, Philadelphia. Oh, now, while he's saying this, ass. Jason is just writing on the table, <laughs> Philadelphia sucks. And he threw an, an arrow. Through the Philadelphia Eagles' head, from the um, from the crossbow that the Count has in this movie, which he steals from a JanSport display. Here's what I do not want to discuss. Really oh, there's an off limits. Yes, this is a, a topic that's off limits, and I really beg. Can I guess what it is? Can I guess what it is? It's his hairy mole. Yes. Oh my I God! Would like why? That to be the end of the discussion. <laughs> okay, so we just said the, the main evil man has a hairy <laughs> mole. Was that just I, so I we would like know it was the same guy from the the cold I open? I think so. Yeah, but the mole hair was like Jason. four inches long. I want to get into the bag. It I just, looked, I first thought he was had a monocle and it was like the <laughs> yeah. string yeah. from a fucking monocle. Yep. No, um, I hair. just want to talk about, I want to slam Philadelphia one more time. Oh, wow. And just say this. What I think was such a downgrade, two parts. One, Hollywood is in New York, killing it in yep. New York. And then it seems... That he's got downgraded to Philadelphia. Falling on hard times. Like, just move it out to L.A. Do something. But it seemed like he's went from the heights to the lows. You don't go from (laughs) you call it Philadelphia the lows. You don't go quote unquote. You don't go from New York to Philly is what you just said. I agree in the fashion world. He goes from Saks Fifth Avenue. Once again, I will not back. I will. I will back this. I don't agree with this. And then I want to just say one more thing. And he takes this fucking mannequin to show her Main Street, and it's the dumpiest Main Street of all. It's like a souvlaki stand, and it looks like a abandoned. Building. So now you're taking on Suvlaki stands as well. You know what, pal? I was I would sit idly by while you trash Philadelphia, one of our great cities, the first American capital. Oh, forget and it. To watch you trash it, to then have you double down and trash the most delicious Greek food that has ever been created is shameful, sir. Now make sure you guys get on the forums and write to Paul Shear. Are you from Philadelphia? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> But th- there was something. There was something so anticlimactic about going like, "I yeah. want to show you my city," yeah. and it's 
really the least. I mean, and they could have done it in downtown. Oh, man. Showed me a building. Now, they Paul, just show correct you me like, if I'm wrong. You're from New York, right? Yeah, bro. Oh. New York all the way. Oh. Fuck you, Philly. <laughs> we'll go. We'll eat your cheesesteaks, and then we'll come home. You just can't deny, though. I mean, New York City is the greatest city on earth. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a. I think it's also the head of like point. Just keep yes. it in. The world, I feel like there's a tax fashion, break. and this movie is not about fashion. Sure it is. It's about a department this, store. <laughs> okay. This movie's not about even window displays. No. No. This is not about, it's not about mannequins. Like, a mannequin doing what a mannequin should be doing. Right. Selling clothing. Like, oh, that yeah. has nothing to do with this film. I mean, like, that's kind of, uh, I mean, again, I don't want to speak for what is expected of mannequins, because I think any mannequin should be able, or mannequin, should be able to do whatever <laughs> they want if their dreams will allow it. But I get it. What you're saying is what they're doing is they're to sell clothes, which is pretty reductive, June. I think I don't know another use for a mannequin. Oh, or a mannequin. Wow. I don't. Wow. Really appealing wow. to masturbation. I don't. I, just, I am shocked to hear how limiting you feel like mannequins are. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. 
I do have an issue with the fact that they made this another woman because I felt like, wow, wow. It's there's something so appealing about seeing a beautiful, still, lifeless woman to men. Right. <laughs> and I have a real issue with that. And the uh, fact that they didn't flip that for the sequel is It totally really should have been a dude. To yeah. Yeah. And I thought Chrissy Swanson was great. I thought Kim Cattrall was amazing. And I loved I love watching that. Fine. But to not, there's something so gross to me about like <laughs> using this concept of a woman who's still and silent and beautiful. Yeah. Is it's just, just an object really to be, well, to there, be looked yeah. at. There literally admired. is no connection between the main character and this girl. Like she comes to life. He like he first he like kisses a mannequin. That's weird. Yeah, that was so weird. Really weird. But okay, he also you're a saves, fucking pervert. Yeah, he also saves her quote unquote life when the mannequin falls into the water. Well, that's the yeah. They didn't need to happen. Ever jump into that water? No, didn't need to happen. He jumps into water to save a mannequin, and and it makes no sense. Which should float also. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like they make a stone. It's just a, it's a hollow heavy, wood. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he. It's a heavy curse. But he kisses her, and then she comes to life, and they really have no connection besides eating like shawarma, and they go out. Well, in her mind, they do because he. Yes, in her nice. mind, but in his mind, like he has no she connection wants to weasel her. Weasel meat. <laughs> By the way, is the that, only is that moment, what he calls his dick? The only <laughs> moment in that movie of her like adjusting to modern times is going, oh, so when the little man flashes green, you can walk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's but, no like, uh, uh, what the fuck is this? Like, she, the, yeah, she's on board she for it. She's she, in she that says, car. She says, I love cars. I love electricity. <laughs> I love America. <laughs> Which is, if you, if you jumped forward a thousand years, those are the three highlights that you'd be like, I'm on board, guys. But meanwhile, this guy takes out a fucking fire extinguisher and shoots out a little, like, foam, and she passes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was the thing that pushed her over the edge. Not the electricity. Smoke. Not the fact that people smell good. Not the fact that, like, <laughs> not the fact that things are clean. Uh, a, a fire, a red fire extinguisher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would almost argue that would be maybe the closest thing to a medieval. It looks like yeah. some sort of contraption she would be familiar with. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh. And end. She's a peasant. Yeah. So everything should be doubled. Yeah. Like yes. if you were just coming. Food should be amazing. Food, everything. Everything should be, she should be losing her mind. Like the movie could be about her just experiencing the most simple of things and having her mind completely blown. And well, she what gets, they were going for, which I do think she was great at, was just that she's completely like a daft person, be it in medieval times <clears throat> or in present day. That what, she's- in a, an innocent and wide-eyed and just, you know, in love. I didn't like the way they kissed in medieval times. Like, he kind of, oh. like, it's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's like a very, like. going, more, again, <laughs> more, more. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kissing was gross. And there is, like, every time, I will say this, and I, I did find um, their chemistry, Christy Swanson and the guy, to be light and charming and fine. But really? I thought I, it was totally fine for me. I, I genuinely, I enjoyed this movie. You like? AG and I, I were too. talking about this before you guys got here. You gotta watch the first one. Totally again. enjoyed the movie. And I was like, I'm on board for it. Like, this is not terrible. Neither of them is terrible. They're both doing a great job. But 
every time she is a mannequin and he's just acting with the mannequin, it was the straight up creepiest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And like it when didn't he's look touching, like her at all. The mannequin, no. but the mannequin of Hollywood looked exactly like. And him. the yeah. mannequin of Terry Kaiser looked. Yeah. Uh, Terry Kaiser, Weekend of Bernie's. He's the bad guy. And I'm surprised that they were actually able to finish shooting this movie because he ate the scenery so much. That guy. Oh my god. I, I mean, I I, I, oh, yeah. I kind of grew to love it. But I loved him. He was in a way the most mustache twirl, like literally the most um, mustache twirly. Well, he was uh, actually hair twirly. Wart hair twirly. But Sorry, he, Jim. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I think the movie is just, it's bizarre because it doesn't really follow, like, it just kind of like runs a path and then it goes, well, we'll change it now. And it just, I think that's the craziest thing about the movie. The chemistry is. Well, it's hard because the, the relationship between Andrew McCarthy and um, Kim Cattrall was so amazing. Yes. And his reactions to her when she's a mannequin are so great. Like, that doesn't come across as creepy in the first one. It's, he's just so good and so lovable that, like, watch, you know, you could watch. This guy doesn't seem too freaked out that she even comes to life. Like, no one reacts really to anything at any given point. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. so freaked out about this mannequin falling in the water. Then he just takes that and he's like, well, I guess we'll just bring it in my car back to the... Uh, but then when they're driving back, he's holding the mannequin like it's a person. Yeah. He's like cradled, the the mannequin is like cradled in his arms. Yeah. And then he's like, where people are like freaking out when they see him like in the diner with the mannequin. There's like throngs of people outside yeah. the diner looking in at him standing with a, a you know, a well, mannequin. This is a weird part of the movie because it becomes a little bit like uh, Lars and the Real Girl. Like he has had this like amazing night where... He like spent this night with this great mannequin, and he wakes up in the Wait, morning. And she's alive. When she's, she's alive, alive yeah. She comes the first time she comes to life. They have like an amazing night. He squeezes some oranges, puts it in the microwave. It becomes orange juice. His mom. <laughs> I want to talk about his mom for like ten hours. Oh my god, I the mom. Talk about why all of her like dating clients come over at nine p.m. What? Oh, what? Was, or even yeah. later? What it was later. that about? Because they they were coming home know. from the club. They were coming home from the club yeah. in which they had a full yeah. night like those two. That yeah. guy's doing his dating video profile the guy that is his Jason by the way lead character's name is Jason which is like pretty rad you love that uh, he was a pretty cool guy pretty much got it um, but like Jason and the mannequin are sneaking in like after clubbing all night and his boss inexplicably is there because his mom is like a video dating profile person and she's making his video profile like what are your interests but yet he's being very like weird like he's I lying. can't reveal what I do he's like or who I am 1980s Newman but, he, yeah. but it's yeah. also yeah it's Stuart yeah. Pankin classic uh, Character actor, but the uh, but his whole thing was like he was like I work in a um, it's like you fucking manage them all like it's not like you're like Brad Pitt or something <laughs> no, he, like where you have to hide your identity. He's like I work in a pet store. And, and by like, the way, yeah. in the beginning of the movie, he's the most evil villainous yeah. character, and then turns out to be a, a huge buffoon. And like a real they could have fixed so many holes in this movie by making either him just the main bad guy instead of Terry Kaiser, or but this get is him what's out. So strange yeah. about the movie because you think when um, the count shows up that the state that those are the stakes that they have to somehow impress him. I mean, I don't even want to get into like why there's a show. Yeah, why are why they touring around a mannequin? Why is the staff of a department store at know, an airport to meet a foreign dignitary? <laughs> why is that happening? And what know. is that? And what? By the way, okay, why not I, just put this whole fucking thing in a museum and it could be a mannequin, but in a museum instead of a fucking department store would have been great. By the way, it's mannequin too. It's about a fucking statue. 
Yeah. D- that, that's what we're doing. Don't worry about it. Just but but by the way, because she's are never used as like a mannequin. mannequin. No. They no, could have used any not. mannequin in that store. And and by the way, when they do reveal her as a mannequin in mannequin form, she comes out of a fucking spaceship, which is not even of the right ilk for her character because she is oh, yeah, the yeah. peasant girl. Yep. Like that, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> okay, I have a lot. I uh, all easily oh. fixable holes too. It could have been a really good movie. It felt to me like there was uh like I felt like they had a script. And they said, okay, Steve, here's the premise. You don't get to read the scenes that come before. You just, this is what you have to do in this scene. You have to accomplish this. Got it. And you write it. Then you give it to Jason. Jason, oh, here oh, all Oh, like Exquisite Corpse? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's exact. Because it feels like <laughs> uh, we're using all the same characters. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like, from scene to scene, like the mom, like the the mannequin comes home and she's like, you're, look, your mom gave me this device to see everybody's lives. And she's it's watching. Days of so- our lives. And she's watching soap operas. Yeah. But yeah. then her mom, when they pull a mannequin from upstairs, mom's like, he's dating a mannequin. It's like, no, woman, you just let him in. You well, let this also, woman upstairs five minutes ago. There's also You're a whole thing. if he fucked it, too. Well, yeah, there's, there's like a lot of... the yeah. shower. Did you sleep Who's with Who's in her? the bathroom? She Mom. says, who's in the bathroom? And he says, oh, it's a girl and blah, blah, blah. But then she's like shocked to find him with a mannequin. She definitely heard someone in the bathroom. But I'm saying she saw her yeah. come up the stairs minutes before the cops come in at the end. And, and they well, clearly gave though, them... That- I do think that the mannequin version of Christy Swanson doesn't look that much like her. At all. So I don't know that if I saw Christy Swanson and if I saw the mannequin version of her that I would necessarily think they were the same person. So you think that mom also thinks that Christy There's Swanson a girl upstairs? Possibly. possibly. <laughs> They're having a threesome <laughs> with a mannequin. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. But then – and then – to get to the like, so there's so much confusion here, and then the main bad guy's plan, from what I can distill, is to get enough money to go to Bermuda. No, he's waiting for her <laughs> yes, to wake back what? up. <laughs> he's waiting for he her to wake back up because he wants to marry her for some reason. He's gonna force himself. How did he stay alive for a thousand years? <laughs> he's the great 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 grandson. He says like he does a big thing when he's talking to. Yes. Oh, I thought he was alive for a thousand years. He's the grandson. I was just saying it. Oh, that makes like no sense. For like Sorry. Minutes. Paul, you know what? Paul got all fired up about Philadelphia. Philadelphia. He emailed me today and he was like, get, get ready. I'm, I'm taking down turn Philly. I'm it up today. I'm turning it. <laughs> I literally it. feel like you've been screaming for 20 minutes. Podcast, everybody. I'm just baffled. I'm baffled and I'm. I am too. I'm I want to talk about, at some out. point, I want to talk about all the horny secondary characters. And well, and that's, by the way, I think what they were going for with. Um, Gail and Andy. Can we just figure no, out the, the plan, though? I just want to see. The oh, plan. oh, oh. His also, plan, we've moved yeah. on way far past this, but did you notice in the beginning that cold open in medieval times, the dwarf from uh, Twin Peaks? Yes, yes, I did notice it. Yep, yep, yep. I also noticed an interesting camera move there. I think no one taught them about like a dolly, so someone just ran with a camera. Well, they didn't have was, dollies oh, in yeah, medieval yeah. times. <laughs> I think <laughs> they, 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 were, it. they <laughs> were shooting it with that technology available in the day. Medieval times verite. <laughs> So I guess the count's All natural cover, lighting. The count's cover was that he was trying to like build up um tourism for their German town or uh, whatever that place was. The, the place that's covered in rain for a thousand okay. years. So that was his cover, but what he was really gonna do was wake up the mannequin. I think he thinks the mannequin is going to wake up because it's now a thousand years later. So a thousand years later, but she I needs don't know to be why on foreign 
he she needs to be in like fall in love with someone uh, foreign or something. So which that's is why, why she's got to be a mannequin on the move. Yes. So that's why he's brought her there because his plan is I'll fall in love with her here and we'll go to Bermuda. And You're then right. we'll go to Bermuda. Yeah. Bermuda. Okay. But Bermuda, well, is he going to sell the diamonds to the because all the three the three German uh, three stooges? Yeah. They what are. were they by the way? Security. What? They. Yeah. I couldn't figure them out at all. Um, I actually have a clip of Ralph, Egon, and Arnold who. In my mind, clearly all were dubbed. They're American actors oh, yeah, that they yeah, got yeah, in yeah. later. And this is they're kind of uh the main bad guys, uh foils. They're they're big, dumb German they're guys. Comic relief. They're comic relief. In a movie, I would argue, full of comic relief. Didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Didn't yeah. need them. We have an over we we basically only have two characters that are not comic yep, relief. And then everybody is and then like a dozen characters who are ludicrous. <laughs> Here are the German three stooges. What have you done with the enchanted peasant girl? You guys are not supposed to be back here. I'm going to have to call security. There she is. Whew, that was a close one. Not a word of this to the Count. We don't want to get him upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite scenes of the movie was when the female truck driver. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Up dancing these three in the German street. guys. These three German guys who are getting naked and dancing in the middle of a highway. <laughs> they go. That's the best way to stop a garbage truck. And then they that's pick them up. For they them. pick them up in a dumpster. And then move, put the activate the dumpster so it put it dumps them into the well, trash. Well, that's inexplicable. But I want to. I really did yeah. want to watch a whole movie about those two ladies. One of them. Oh I my think god, is like, they were they awesome. Were amazing. They were amazing. One of them, I think, is drinking a glass of milk. Like she had white stuff all over her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I don't know if she they were just saying all over she's her face. foaming at the mouth. But oh the maybe. Two of them were but looking they, at these. They guys. were like, yeah, they were like, like feasting their <laughs> eyes on these beefcakes in the street. It is. Um, I wrote <laughs> all about. It. I was like, incredible. "What is up with these?" Because they're two like two like gross ladies in a trash truck. Yeah, who, who like look at these guys in the street, and it is so like they are like like Lenny out. and Squiggy. Like yeah. and whoa, one, of them, whoa, whoa. one of them's wearing a hard hat yeah. in the car. Why? Are you, well, but I, then I don't know. But so it's so funny what you know their reactions to them, and then yeah, they pick them up and dump them in the. Well, like, are they are, are they going to use Take them, them later? Metaphor. Because later on, it seems like they just drop them off. It's like I think they only do drop them off. I, I, I mean, I mean, maybe they fuck those guys. I would hope <laughs> I would probably did. Did. They I would probably love did. it if they just straight up. Oh, fuck. I, I but that's what I mean. Everybody's that. horny in this movie. Is is that yeah. a pick? Is that like is June when you? I mean, you know, I know you only for a little time when you were single. But would you like try to throw guys in the garbage can? <laughs> <laughs> like when you got really into a guy? It's a classic move. <laughs> Um, the uh, then the guys then those three beefcakes change uh, into like Bermuda wear eighties oh. era They're workout gear. See, I think this is what happened. I think there was one scene where they said they were wait, they were planning on going to Bermuda and they picked up their Bermuda clothes. <laughs> I think you're right. In yeah, the yeah. Store yeah. That they cut so inexplicably. They well, we do know they don't have clothes from the trash can. But they arrive in the next scene in day glow pink Bermuda wear. Yeah, it looks more like one of them guys is wearing like fingerless weightlifting gloves. I'm trying to but think. But I of, think they were ready for Bermuda. Really? Like, because they, there's there's so much time before they go to Bermuda. I know, they're kind of dressed. Out of those clothes. They're kind of dressed like um, Bruno was dressed 
in the and when he was like wearing a bathing suit, it's like that long V. Yeah, like it's like yeah. it's all the way down into tight, tight shorts. They're wearing like spandex shorts, like ripped up tank tops, weightlifting gloves. It's like it's the like, let's get physical yes, yes. music video where I couldn't figure out why they were wearing that. They would we they would be wearing that when they were like the count's security team, and the count would be dressed in like a suit. And like be with like three guys that looked like they just walked out of Gold's gym uh, for like a workout. What? Well, oh boy. The I uh, well and like and I would say that this movie it so there that's stereotyping Germans. I think we would be remiss. As what though? Even it's just idiots. I felt like, like it was a, like, oh, I definitely felt like they were poking fun at because okay. one of them's yeah. named Arnold. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I feel like they were all By trying the to. By the way, the, the entire like meat cute of this movie, the way that they come together and is so strange. It's predicated upon this idea that those German guys crashed their truck. Yes. It said, uh, yeah. keep right. One yeah. of them said, the sign said, keep right. And the cop's like, at the end of the bridge, you fucking idiot. Don't drive and off then, the bridge. Like, as in Germany, I guess you can drive off bridges. Yeah. And then two guys They're who literal. happen to be working at this department store see this accident and yes. Jason jumps in. I mean, it's, No, no, no. They were supposed to go. Uh, they, uh, Hollywood gets the car. like, the truck, it's crashed. And then they uh, jump in the car. In his pink to drive Cadillac, yeah. So he drives over there because he's already heard it's crap. Yeah, yes, he's um, wearing. Oh, I didn't realize A weird that. little connection is this is the same pink Cadillac used in the movie Mac and Me, a movie that we discussed in this Whoa. podcast as well. <laughs> oh, my God. Same pink Cadillac, and I believe the same director. Oh, oh wow. Uh, That's amazing. Let's, let's, we should do a whole thing that is like, if that car's been in any other movies, we're going to do those movies. <laughs> we should do. We should be completest with that pink Cadillac. I would love to do that. Um, um, wait, I also want to talk about how... Um, um, Hollywood, how Meshach Taylor also plays the bouncer at the nightclub. Well, yeah. Well, I want to talk about Meshach Boy. Taylor in general as far as I think based on when I saw this and where I was in my life, which was very young, Meshach Taylor may have been my first introduction to someone who is gay, right? Wait, I, you think he's gay in this movie? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, I'm like, and like that's. Like he, he definitely uh, well here he reminded me of Kimmy Schmidt's roommate yeah, <laughs> yeah Pinot Noir Just the yeah. sound of his voice take a listen to this is uh, this is kind of how we first meet Hollywood Montrose do you remember Miss Diana Ross in the movie Mahogany mm -hmm. yeah give me cheekbones or give me death mm. makes everyone mm. suck in their cheeks Montrose yeah. I need to talk to you the wizard's not here go away go away <laughs> This is a <laughs> rehearsal for a mall show. Okay. This, is in like, this is in like a 600-seat theater that exists in a department store. Yeah. Sure, for all their live shows. Okay, I know we're going back to the basic plot of the movie, but why? Okay, if we're saying the Count, I know we're going back to it, oh. but if we're saying the Count wanted to bring her here to break the spell, why does he need a show? I think that's the pretense to, is that the it's show's on excuse. tour. That's it's the his excuse yeah. to get To her. get her okay. out of okay, the country great, great. foreign land. Now, yeah. why does... This department store need this show because all Philadelphia's elite needs yeah. to be entertained on such a high quality. By the way, way, he's the count. That's his fucking mannequin. Yeah, if he needs to get it on foreign soil, no, it's the queen's. It it's the queen's mannequin. That's why she's on the phone with him on the white courtesy phone and is like, "I didn't want the peasant girl to go abroad. I didn't want uh, this. This is your thing." And but they but they literally <laughs> made fifty two dollars last year in tourism. Oh yeah, which by the way means that those four women that are touring the museum probably was the entire yeah. uh, the entire. I did have a laugh when the queen said, "The weather's turned <laughs> yeah, turned nice here." <laughs> turned nice, yeah. 
But I wanted to talk about my, is Hollywood offensive? I guess, and that's a question. Like, because now looking at it, like, oh, it's an insane it's like insane caricature of a, ga- of a game. I remember seeing the first mannequin yeah. and thinking, like, this is comedy. That's what like, I. Think, that's I what I think too. Like, we were. He was hilarious. His glasses are so funny. Yes, yeah, in this him. one, his glasses are made of scissors, scissors and his <laughs> earrings were little scissors too. Uh, and, and, and all of his jokes are like gay one-liners. They're yes. like all about like you know men. a few good men in the marine getting Meshach, in a few good men or whatever. Jack Taylor's, I believe, famous for playing gay people and, like and designing not women. He yes. was a gay guy. I, I looked it up last night. Not gay, married, uh, straight yeah. man, and he. But like he'll like yeah he. It's funny to think how far we've come. This is now. Like, the first movie was 87. This is 91. This is 91? 91. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. I would not. I would have put this at 87. Yeah. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah, so that's like. Yeah, weirdly, the first one feels more. Present. Um, yeah, present. <laughs> I would flip them around. Well, I mean, yeah. like, and, and I will say just to to speak to what you're saying, Paul, like, this is still an era where, like, a lot of this is this is like, you know, Long Duck Dong in 16 Candles yeah. around this time. This is still an era where there's a lot of minorities are represented in ways that are gross. What we would Terribly now look at is gross caricatures. Yeah. But then we were like, <laughs> this is totally <laughs> normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have one question about the dance club sequence. Okay. Okay. When they're waiting to go online, there are three men that walk into that club who are all hunched over wearing white t-shirts. Oh, I don't remember. I don't, don't remember. No. Oh my God. Why? Would it, what would... <laughs> okay. Because they're... Oh God, I wish we had a clip of this. They're hunched over. I mean, they're young guys, but are like completely like... They're almost touching the ground with their hands. And they, it looks like, oh, this is like a cool late 80s, early 90s, like st- like a hip-hop style. Then they go into the dance club, and they are slow dancing with women at one point, And all three of them are still hunched over. Like the, I don't oh, remember. I don't, I don't oh, fuck, I don't remember that. Gonna, Paul, please I'm going to pull, pull it up, up. But, I mean, it's going to be visual. As many of my favorite moments in this movie are incredibly visual. Oh, yeah. Um, so like I, when he gives CPR to the mannequin? Oh, amazing. <laughs> I, I, the, 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 I mean... There's so much. I was we say, should just call her a doll because she's really not a mannequin. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. Like, well, is she a doll? I mean, I I think she is. I mean, she is a statue. 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 She is a statue. We should also say that this movie all takes place in arguably 72 hours. This movie takes place in the time of that movie, the Benghazi movie that Michael Bay made. Yep. So uh, it was going on in a simultaneous world yep. as a Benghazi. <laughs> this is this movie is also about Benghazi. Yeah. Um, I well, first of all, I will say that Meshack Taylor playing that guy as a bouncer was great. I like that a lot. Uh, I think he's a versatile guy. Who oh no! As the bouncer, he's hilarious. You know, like that. I feel like, and I bet that's all improvised. Like him just like deciding who gets to go into the, into the like club e- and stuff. It was I funny. feel like yeah. everything that he did was kind of improvised. Uh, Lots oh, yeah, of pop definitely. culture stuff. Lot, he's talking like the Diana Ross stuff. He's talking about pop culture constantly throughout the movie. And but you know that's why he brought got brought so back many and, dance breaks. So many. So many. Well, like in the nightclub, dancing in the nightclub, he's dancing like an insane person. Yes, and she starts to dance like an insane Can we person. Talk budgets too, by the way. Sure, this oh movie was yeah. thirteen million dollars. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting thing huh. about this movie, and and it's it's a very big package to unwrap. But I will quickly 
talk about this. The movie was produced by this place called Gladden Entertainment, which is formed in 1984 by David Beagleman, right? And he packaged the idea of, uh, or he came up with the idea of a package deal. And he basically embezzled all this money from all of his movies. He eventually was caught and killed himself in a hotel room. Whoa. Oh, my um, God. With he, a mannequin there? Was a there man- a mannequin there? There was a mannequin. The LA Times wrote an article on it. Called, it was one of the biggest business scandals ever in Hollywood. Oh, wow. He imbe- First, he started off stealing money from Judy Garland when he was her manager. Uh, oh and gosh. he blackmailed Julie, uh, Judy Garland for more money. Jesus. Then he would take inflated budgets and then pocket all that money. Oh, wow. And, uh, and he, uh, so basically... His whole company was liquidated because he wasn't paying actors residuals. Oh, wow. This guy's a really bad dude, and uh, and so and then his partner, equally bad, uh, this guy Bruce McNeil, he owned the L.A. Kings, and they bo- he wrote a book called "Fun While It Lasted: My Rise and Fall in the Land of Fame and Fortune," huh. and he served 13 months in jail uh, for embezzling over 236 million dollars from several banks over a 10-year period. Whoa! Holy cow! Uh, yeah, so I imagine a lot of that 13 million it had is in the, to because I was of these watching it going where. Is oh, yeah. that money? It all takes place clearly in just like a studio that is, you know, the, the first one was just like the first maybe one six million, seven point nine million. Yeah, made six million on the opening weekend, beat over the top. This movie came out, uh, made one point six million uh, many years later, oh, and uh, Jesus, and it was uh, beaten by a by a lot of things. It came in one hundred thirty third of all the movies Oof. released that year. Uh, there were some good movies, I think. In Terminator 2, yeah. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the only movie that we've done that it's beaten is Cool as Ice. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that was just to give you an idea. And the movie was also written by five different people. And uh, in my research of those guys, one of the main writers said, we subscribe to the 24-second rule that uh, we never spent more than 24 seconds figuring out the logic of this movie. Whoa, that is evident. (laughs) And it shows, yeah. That's a crazy thing to openly admit. He's like, yeah, we never, we did, like, he's like, there's a lot of plot holes in it, but... We didn't spend more than 24 seconds trying to justify anything. Oh, no. And, and, and I feel like they genuinely did the other thing, which is when in doubt, do a montage. Yeah. Oh, when in doubt, do, play a song and just do a montage. She is like, at some point, she's like, she wants to change her appearance. Yes. And all it is, is so a song starts up. Like, she's like, how can I change my appearance? And then they're like, go for it, girl. And then she's like, okay. And it's just her looking in the mirror, trying on formal guns and hats. Just, but a formal lot gun, of hats. hats. But a hats, lot hat, of hats. I was formal like, gun, formal gun, formal gun, hat, hat, well, hat. Well, this was an era of hats, though, on women. Oh, yeah. 91? You know, yeah. This was like Blossom and like lots of hats on lots of ladies. I just felt like I wanted to see a real dress-up <laughs> montage, and it just felt or, like a hat montage. Or like, yeah. like change your appearance so that the people that are chasing you, she just basically is like, I'm going to look gr- – I'm going to be black tie well, ready. Well, they my- did run past her at one point towards the end of the yeah, montage. they did. And, and was- I did really – I was – Aching for her to cut that hair. I oh, mean, that yeah. hair was come on, that hair. It was insane, but peasant chic. It was horrible, <laughs> and I, I think I do have something against women with hair that's like really long like that. Oh boy, it's just yeah, so weird. gross. There's you know, now, what if roast to me? Yeah. What yeah. if a woman had hair that long and lived in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> like, but that was. I my, feel like those, that woman would be like the number one enemy I of your so household. So wanted her to cut that hair into like a really cool bob. Ooh, like like Helen Slater up. in um, uh, um, Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> and uh, give my brother back his bike. What was that movie? <laughs> oh, uh, my my bodyguard. No, oh, love that movie yeah. too. No, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, better off dead. Nope. Nope. Shit. Nope. Uh, Fuck. Well, June, while we're talking yep. about hair, uh, someone did write in on the forums and they said they really wanted to hear your opinion on man buns. That's Taylor Ann Photo wanted to know what you think about man buns. Oh. In general yeah. or in this movie? And just in hair. general. It was a t- we were hair talking about hair first. Yeah. But, uh, uh, hair. Buns. Buns. Buns, hair buns, though, is interesting because you don't like buns. And they it's said move your like buns, buns in this movie. Yeah. I do- it's not that I don't like buns. I just don't think they're... I think movies portray them as like super sexy to women and I don't think they are. But... That's been well documented. It's yes, weird, though, that everybody makes fun of man buns, but dudes keep wearing I'm like, well, we're talking about two different things, it. too. We're talking about man buns being a hairstyle and buns, buns of men being right. their butts. So, I don't mind man buns, but oh, I, yeah. really? I prefer a low man bun. Oh. I don't love like a high. Like a samurai. Got it. Like where bun. yours is. Yeah. So you yeah. don't like a resting on the back. You don't like a fat this. Jew like, man yeah. bun. You like a. But that's not even a man bun. You like a ponytail. No, I don't like a ponytail, oh, you don't. but I would I would prefer it in a I'd actually think I'd prefer it in a bun now that we're unpacking this, but low at the nape of the neck. Oh. oh Tidy oh. or or messy? Like a messy. knot. Not messy, even a yeah. bun though, right? Yeah, like a little a knot. Yeah, loose, not too well groomed. By the way, I don't like this, but at all. <laughs> but just if I had to choose, that's yeah. where I would place it. Well, no, uh, no, no, that's what we that's what people want to know. Okay, people so want to know when we got it. the intro. Um, here's another thing I want to run by you guys. We talked a lot about this theater. Um, and what was the going theater on? in the department? Store? Yes. What, yeah, what, cool. what is There's going on in the theater? What's going there. on there? Do you think? Uh, just like what would you describe what they're doing? Wait, in this uh, in the in, the, in the case of this movie, what would you describe they're doing? The actual show that they end up yes, putting on? Yeah, they're, they're, you'd, call it, you'd call it a show. What yes, would you call it? The, I would call it the opening of the exhibit of the, the peasant okay. girl. And what would you call it? I guess I would call it an evening for oh. the department store. <laughs> it's, okay. I think it's there will be entertainment. Well, I think are, it's the shit you see at like Fashion Week where uh, they have the bring out the news styles. You're all stuff. wrong because and you missed the many cues. I'll tell you exactly what it is here if we just play this <laughs> clip because uh, they say it a lot of times. On the Hauptmann Koenig presentation, do you realize how important that presentation is? The eyes of the entire city will be on that presentation. I'm going to breathe some light into this presentation. <laughs> to save the presentation and my phony baloney job. Count Bretzel, I think you'll be pleased at our handling of your presentation. Let's get busy. <laughs> we have a presentation. <laughs> Someone has got to glitz up this presentation. <laughs> Count me a presentation tomorrow afternoon. All we have to do is wait till the presentation is over. <laughs> this is my story. My presentation. He's about to ruin my presentation. Presentation. So that is a super oh, cut of all whoa. the times that they said the <laughs> presentation is a that presentation. That is a meaningless <laughs> word. What is it? They didn't even that understand what so they, they were just doing. Pre- presenting, presenting this doll? <laughs> Which is the least impressive doll. It and doesn't why? look like her. It's not it, exciting. It would basically be like if... When like the King Tut exhibit yes. toured the country, it and toured went to the Macy's. It went to like yeah, Macy's and Nordstrom's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to go to Nordstrom's this week, and they have Ooh, King Tut. And I got And I have to get some. And I have to get some briefs. <laughs> uh, and 
I did not realize that part of like it's like it's, it's it seems like a one night only event, and then when you see what it is, it's a full on singing and dancing. Oh, it is a full stage show. What? That's what it would be like if King Tut was like King Tut came to life. That's Malikin. That's the plot of Malikin. King King Tut Tut is in the Nordstroms. And except that I thought about this for a second. And here's what I think. I think part of the problem would be that we understand that mannequins have no genitalia. <laughs> so they can't so, have sex. So, so dude, Wait. mannequins would not have dicks. No, but she was a present girl frozen, well, so, you so she, she has. Doesn't have a vagina. No, no, she's, no, she she's a fro- she does because we saw her as a human being. So you think if well, they took her clothes control. off while she was a mannequin, she would still have a vagina? Yes. I, yes. No. Oh. Yes. Yes. No. yes. Yes. She's no. frozen in time she, for sure. If you vagina, she would be like they would be labia majora, labia minora. There would be a clitoral hood. A clitoris. A man, a quim. She doesn't have have a vagina. She doesn't have nipples as a mannequin. But as a human, she does? Yes. No. No. And that's what happens in that moment where the screen gets fuzzy. She gets nipples? Yes. (laughs) Nipples come back. Okay, well, let me ask you. Kim Cattrall at one point was also a, a, a human. Yes, but I'm she was a, die. but she was a, <laughs> but, this, like, but her thing is that she's a frozen human. Kim Cattrall is, she's I a guess spirit. She was made. And, yeah. And this is what, I mean, like, here's the thing. Well, but, to, this but supports. Kim Cattrall, he didn't make a vagina on her. Do we he know that? Make, I guess How we do don't. we know that he just said a dry humper? You got to get Andrew McCarthy in here. <laughs> I want to call Kim Cattrall and be like, listen. You probably saw the mannequin that was built to, to be you were their lips. <laughs> but I don't understand lips. your point that you couldn't do it with a man because he wouldn't have genitalia. Well, I feel like there would, I, I guess. Well, I, King Tut would have genitalia. The, yeah, I guess it would be the same thing for this. I'm, I guess in this, like the mannequins still have boobs. There's still like an element of sexuality to them that is like covetable. But male mannequins are just like handsome dolls in a weird way. They're oh, sexless. Interesting. I feel like, but maybe yeah. Maybe but you haven't met the right mannequin. Ma- they're mannequin. By the way, I think we should put an undercover on on Ooh. hold and get into mannequin mannequin three. Mal- the confusing Man- part manic, about that I'm manic him <laughs> manic. He's a mannequin who's manic really- him <laughs> manic him. Because King Tut was very manic. They yep. had to freeze him up. Yep, yep, yep. Wait, no, I do want to ask about Tut. what goes on when you are frozen because she seems to like just be frozen. But then when Hollywood gets it, he's like, I was in Oz. I saw Dorothy. I saw everybody. But I is he living in an alternate hell zone? Like when you are frozen <laughs> as a mannequin? Like, <laughs> like, they, like, or are you just like literally like boom, boom, and like immediately? Because she seemed to have no. She thought it had been 10 minutes. Yeah. And even 10 when minutes seems to, she's oddly... Like, I just saw you ten, 15 min- 10 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah, she should have just said, I just saw you seconds ago because... Yeah. Uh, but yes, but yeah. Because... But it seemed like yeah, it seemed know. like Hollywood was in a very weird. He lived like a he, full life. He like yeah. entered the <laughs> void. He entered like a, like he entered like an existential void that he did not understand. When he he that was the other thing is he put the he was able to put the necklace on himself yes. and turn himself into a mannequin. Yeah, which was strange. 
Um, and then, no, by the way, there's no way she has genitalia as a mannequin. <laughs> okay, she well, I, no way. You don't she think doesn't so. Have nipples. So you think no, that she puts the necklace on and her and nipples that, and vagina go away? Yeah. Smooth. Just like other things go away. She doesn't like look like her. her. She doesn't look exactly like herself. Her skin's different. Like, do you she, think there are organs inside of her? Of no, course not. Definitely frozen. Not. No, so you think she's hollow? <laughs> she becomes a hollow yes. thing. Yes, I agree with that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, made yes. of wood. She's made of wood. Everything yes. was wood. And you can tell by the way people hold her. She doesn't weigh that much. I just pulled up a picture. That's pic- true. I pulled up a picture of Nipples aren't Swanson. heavy, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post this on our Earwolf I mean, like, that's, that's a real question. How heavy are nipples? <laughs> I mean, very, very heavy. Um, we really got to get, get a listener to stand on a scale and weigh herself. No, and I want to show everybody nipples. This is and then by the way, they do standing make next mannequins to her. now that have nipples. Yeah. That's Christy Swanson. And I don't like it. Standing next to it. So that's the difference. Oh, wow. I'm going to post this on the Earwolf boards and I'll put it okay. on Twitter. Twitter's so like, they, they do look. I'm trying I mean, to what is for sale in that? Uh, the picture. <laughs> just the oh, picture, the yeah. Okay. I wish you could buy the mannequin. Uh, but yeah, the mannequin's not even very impressive either. And it doesn't seem like, because at the end of the movie, when they when uh, when Weekend at Bernie's guy is now the mannequin that's put together and oddly his Ooh, ear. that was upsetting when he was like, falls out of the creepy. balloon. Yeah. But, well, they had to figure out a way to kill the bad guy without oh, we, really killing him. So we him. have evidence. Actually, we have we have evidence from the movie that they are empty because when he falls to the ground, oh, he, he, he like shatters. Egg, yeah. He shatters, and he, he is just uh, like the. He, there is nothing inside. Okay. What I wish they had done with her too <clears throat> is given her a face, like his face and expression sort of look like him. As does Hollywood's. But with her, she, as a mannequin, has a very serious expression on her face. Well, she just has a mannequin's. Yeah. She looks like just a store mannequin where they look like frozen versions of themselves. Yes. Do you remember? Which is different. There was an episode of Seinfeld called The Mannequin where there was an Elaine mannequin that looked exactly like a... yes. And it really fucking looked... Like Julia Louise Dreyfus. I mean, but this is, we could talk for a long time about how advanced mannequin technology has gotten. I mean, if you go to Japan, you can get the oh, best mannequins. Absolutely. I mean, everything in there. With right. even genitals. Yeah. Genital, yeah. Oh, fully fully genital ne- mannequins. He's so mannequin. Ooh, we got to put some jennies on these mannies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's always the interesting thing about the Ken. That is the interesting thing about the Ken Barbie. (laughs) Is that the Ken Barbie always had underwear on? Oh, really? Really? And Barbie. Oh, yeah. And Barbie, as we know her, doesn't have any underwear. Wait, that's crazy. That's how it should be. Because she's nasty. But that's (laughs) yeah. Because a guy's got special junk in there. Women, you could just throw out there. She has no vagina, obviously. But there's Barbie doesn't. Barbie doesn't. But Ken, Ken, it doesn't have. I think he definitely does because he's covering something. No, he's got flat. He's flattened. No, but I get what you're saying. But it's intimating. Okay, it's intimating that he should be wearing underwear. Is that right? Can you look that up, Paul? That Ken underwear. So we just Google Ken doll underwear, please. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. And uh, and see if anybody on Etsy's making it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kendall is wearing underwear. He wears underwear. He has uh, really. Well, he looks like he's I mean, being he, sold underwear. Paul, I don't I want know, you it's to. Not underwear you put on him. Look at a naked Kendall. Oh Look up naked Kendall. Oh, okay. <laughs> this yep. is here we go. Some, at some point, you're going to forget about this June. You're going to look at his Google history and be like, "What are you up to?" <laughs> 
Well, one time I was doing a bit with her and we were on Amazon and I was like, I was like looking for Father's Day gifts and we just like typed in like the most like obscene thing to see what popped yeah. up in Amazon. And now all my suggestions on Amazon oh, are like <laughs> disgusting erotica or like oh. sex books. Uh, male anatomically correct. Look under images. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. This is amazing. All right. So yeah, I'm looking. He's wearing underwear. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's not wearing physical underwear, but. His, his waist is designed as his plastic underwear, built underwear. Into his body. Oh, yeah. let me so see. Like it's, it's, see he like, always has that I on. See. He always yeah. has briefs on. See, so he's I wearing. See. So the doll is the oh, mold. There's no it's like right. sumo underwear. This will also so, be okay. On so that's interesting because that suggests that there is a dick under there. Absolutely. Yes. But Barbie is without. Look up Barbie. Now, Make and will Barbie. you also look up American Girl doll bra? <laughs> just, just look it up. Just see. I just not because I'm like looking for one, but I just want to know. Like, See, all right, Barbie has, Barbie has no underwear, right? But no, but also no genitalia. She's just I guess smooth, so, she's not but she kind anything. of has. But she kind of has like a little this bit of. This is a, what no, we're into right look, now, look, guys. Don't look, guys. No, 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 no. Look. That's a shadow, first of all. But this is go. We have lost our minds. We are just passing around there a computer, a, looking at naked dolls there for is sale a on eBay. There, there Guys, is a, what is happening? Uh, there is a cleft there. Uh, yeah, I see it. There's there. there is She's completely a, smooth. There's a little camel toe. There's a cloven. There's a little. There. There's a suggestion uh, of of of, a, of an uh, opening. <laughs> there's a hint of. Well, because her butt has to start. Yeah. <laughs> Her butt has to start. <laughs> Where does that say that brings not up a good question, dude? That brings up a question. Where does the butt start, Paul? Well, I'm saying that's paint, like, dude. Where does the butt start? Do me a favor, look up naked Barbie ass or butt. <laughs> 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 I can't, I can't. All right, so this is like, so this is a naked Barbie butt right here, <laughs> and then there we go. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that so she's got genitals. Uh, that's, that is, yeah. that's, I mean, that's, that's a, and it goes <laughs> underneath. You see, it goes in between. Oh my god! What? Well, that, but that's the same thing. The Ken was an old one that had that underwear. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be putting all this. Uh, guys, oh what is this? Is, throw up. Guys, I love that this is where this podcast has gone. Um, you guys need a "How did this get made?" T-shirt that's just Barbie <laughs> crotch. Yep. And then it says, where does the butt start? How did start? this get made? Where does the butt start? Well, here's a comparison. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Barbie, 90s Barbie has underwear. Really? Oh. But 2000s Barbie doesn't. Oh. What about earlier Well, that's like that's underwear? the same as pubic that's hair. That's not true, Paul. That's the same as pubic hair. Because 90s Barbie had a landing strip and 2000s Barbie <laughs> had nothing. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! My oh boy, this is this is pretty great. Um, I love it all. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I think we've talked about everything in this movie. Uh, that I, oh, oh, I did want to. So when that guy, when the when the bad guy is now re put back together, like <laughs> I love it. We're not Paul. We're not going to recover from this. We're never going to recover. This is we're, this is what this show is about. We, we mentioned his horrible mole. TV. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did they have to? Can you uh, look for Barbie Mole? Barbie, Barbie, Harry Mole, Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) 
medieval Barbie. By the way, I bet you we could all pull, pull together money and get that Terry Kaiser does, dummy. Why uh, doesn't Barbie have nipples? Great yeah, you know what I mean. Like she has Look, boobs. So no. Why doesn't children. Barbie have nipples? There's so much to be said about Barbie. Ken has like, nipples, right? Does what? Ken have nipples? Look up Look Ken doll nipples. I'm looking at Ken doll nipples. Right. I don't think he does. He has no. like pecs, but, yeah, pecs but no nipples. No, no, but Ken has sexuality. I'm listening. <laughs> Look up Kendall's sexuality. How does Barbie, Ken have sexuality? Ken has sexuality because he's covering it. We I just, know there's a dick okay, over there. That Barbie, I agree with. Barbie has nothing other than boobs and the shape of her. Yes. Oh my but she God. has no vagina. She has no vagina and no nips. And no nips. Um, so she Kendall. can't have children. Does she have a uterus? Does Barbie have a uterus? <laughs> I don't think so. And it, I don't either, frankly. Because I've checked. It's fascinating because... Um, Ken Dahls does not have nipples. He has the the definition. Okay. He has everything he has but pecs, yeah, pecs no nipples. Yeah. Yes. Pecs, no nips. And she has boobs, no nips. And so I guess, that, I guess that makes, that makes no sense. That, that adds up. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in agreement that Christy Swanson... Lost Even her. though she, well, but Chrissy I don't Swanson, think we are in, in agreement. I don't think I think I'm agreeing with Jason that Chrissy Swanson is the rare exception. She's the mannequin with nips and an asshole and a vagina <laughs> because she's a frozen woman. But where I does agree. her butt start? Where, where does her butt start? Her butt starts in the front. <laughs> oh, front butt. Oh, are we talking about Christy Swanson? It might front be butt? all front butt? butt from the front to the back. It might she might just have oh, a butt. My search oh. history is forever <laughs> unclean. Oh. Boy, I think the oh, only boy. way that we can kind of recover from this is to hear Meshack Taylor do something that people might assume is rapping. Take a listen. Uh. Once upon a time, a peasant girl was victim of a crime. Was frozen ever since. She dared to love the handsome prince. Is that so wrong? But alas, a thousand years have passed since that spell from hell had been cast. That is Hollywood now a part of the show. Hollywood's job Hard to pin down. He and is, he is explaining to a bunch of onlookers who don't give a shit about this mannequin. Let me but ask yet you they this. are applauding at the end because a spaceship is coming down to deliver her to a medieval themed stage. Yes. That's uh, the other thing that makes no sense. Yeah. Not an alien, nothing alien about this. When there's not a presentation to do, yes. what is Hollywood's job? I would think designing bouncer. window displays. <laughs> what if it was Hollywood? He just he just like that's his I night put job. This, I put this outfit on and I, I kind of do this whole it's a know, paycheck, yeah. man. <laughs> I do this offensive stereotype. I mean, because I have they, to think that they're doing a ton of presentations here. Are they? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still don't understand why the department store even wanted. Like, what are they getting? Although Tina Rama is coming to cover this event. Oh, Tina Rama. Tina Rama. <laughs> Do you understand what that means? Oh. Tina Rama over here. Oh, my God. Jack up the prices on all the jewelry. <laughs> oh. And then we got that guy, William Ragsdale, to do it. Yet a third character, a British guy. They all were working it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Terry yeah. Kaiser's main thing was just to hit people in the face, which I did. Kind he, of at a certain point, he gets into a full suit of armor. 
Yes. Oh. And I was like, where, With the crossbow. where and did this come from? And she starts driving a car. A go-kart. A go-kart very well. And she's, again, a peasant girl. who She has, drives the go-kart out from, the like, street. downtown Philly to Germantown. To his house. Yeah. She drives a go-kart to the <laughs> suburbs of Philadelphia <laughs> to his house, which she somehow knows and how to get to. And they justify by saying, wow, she's got a great sense of direction. Right. <laughs> she drives okay, well, a go-kart through <laughs> a plate glass window. Under which, a truck. Which would shred her. It would destroy, it would cut her to oh. ribbons. It would cut her genitals off. <laughs> it would suck. skin her nipples. <laughs> Oh God! Man alive! Well, uh, and and Andy and Gail finally get together because he like hairsprays the the German guys. Oh yeah! And she like starts making out with him. That's what I mean. Like everybody is like looking gets, for love. They're looking for love. It's like it, it's like the uh, uh, even the girl, the perfume girl in the security guard. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Gail and Andy. You know, yeah. that's uh, yeah, it reminded didn't me. There. I didn't yeah, know their names. You. I didn't know their names. How dare you? It reminded me Andy's of the horny friend from um, the horny friend from uh, Village People movie. Um, the her friend who was like always horny for all the village people. It doesn't matter who cares. There's a oh. village people movie. Oh, it's amazing! Oh, Can't stop the music. Oh, You'll love it. Oh my um, God. What? Here's what I thought the ending was going to be. Instead of putting the necklace on Terry Kaiser, I thought they should have just killed him straight up. Uh, they yep, that murder, they, <laughs> movie murder, and murder. That the and this is this is my this is my '80s male chauvinist end of the movie. That uh, the necklace somehow falls into the hands of the security guard. And as that has the perfume lady, oh thing, thing, he puts it on her, and Whoa. then he gets to keep her. Yeah. That's a, that was how I thought. And that's not male chauvinist. That is that's just sick. creepy serial killer. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no, you know, you know what it should be is oh. the guy who loves I'm not the girl. I want that, but the girl doesn't want to be with him. He should trap her with a necklace. And but I thought that like it felt like that wouldn't have been out of the norm if he did that. I, I uh, thought um, that they were going to tie the necklace around each other's necks uh, on an air balloon and then grab hands and jump off. What? what? God. <laughs> they were going to kill themselves as mannequins? They were going to film it and Louise and they, themselves? And they would just freeze frame credits. Wow. And I would have liked that. Together. together. Now, yeah. that's from the first that, movie. It was, oh, it was? That's, I was like, yeah. oh, they got Starship to do this? Yeah, the best, the best part of the movie in many ways is the song from the first movie. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That is a really wild ending you thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I thought they were just going to straight up kill the bad guy and just sail away in the hot air balloon. Well, they do right. kind of kind of what they do. What well, they kill the bad guy. It's a really disturbing end because then the garbage truck picks him up and they reveal that they've put him back together. But when they go back to Barvaria, wherever he's from, the, the tour guy goes, um, this is the, and that's the story of the, the, the whatever, count. the count. But no one believes it. Well, Clear, this just happened a this, couple weeks ago. Like, you, like, it's probably in the news. The yeah. pop, <laughs> you, you woman who was the tour guide when you were showing the peasant girl earlier in the movie, like the count was part of your country yeah. as of mere weeks ago. And, and you <laughs> were giving a this human same being tour. that was a known entity. You were giving the tour to the girl, the the the, yes, uh, the, the peasant statue. girl. She'd yeah. be like, yeah, I was actually here. It kind of freaked me oh, out. Oh, it was like two months ago. Yeah, she should have had like a little bit of an emotional moment. Well, like, see, that's in that moment. I thought. See, in that moment, I thought we had jumped a thousand years ahead. <laughs> I thought we were, and I was like, and I looked at the frame because I was like, oh. Are we in the future now? What are they? How are they representing that? And I was like, Oh no, they're not, dude. Malakin Three is all Terry Kaiser. Yep, a thousand uh, years in the future. future. Yep, I love that future mall. It's it's tw it's twenty ninety one. By the way, if these tour guys know this lore about these mannequins, why don't they just fucking take the necklace off the mannequins and see for themselves? Yeah, yeah. 
I know. Yeah, that, that I have be... now thought of a reason why Malekin is a bad is is bad. It sounds. It almost sounds like a male pelican, not a male mannequin. Well, we could we could also <laughs> mannequin is for men and women, so we could keep it mannequin. Mannequin. <laughs> well, I do wonder because mannequins, <clears throat> you know, mannequin does imply that like the first mannequins were men. I don't, I'm not sure. It's just a male world and we all have to accept it? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I wonder what the etymology of the word is. And I don't know that it's like man. Oh. I'm looking it up yeah. right now. <laughs> Going to uh, the definition. A mannequin, also called a mannequin, a dummy, a lay figure, or a dress form, is an lay articulated figure. doll used by artists, tailors, dressmakers, and window dressers, and others to display off fit clothing. It's life-size dolls uh, with simulated airways Oh, they. Oh, it's also used for life-size dolls with simulated airways. But genitalia? Does uh, it say anything about genitalia? Let's see. Um, they were used in nuclear tests. Ooh, does no. it? Oh, does it say where the butt starts? Um, let's see. I'll take this out. Oh, mannequin comes from the French word meaning mannequin. Uh, French word mannequin, which was acquired, which acquired the meaning an artist's jointed model, which came from the Flemish word mannequin, meaning little man figurine. And it was used in the United, kin, United Kingdom. It referred to fashion models themselves. Oh. Uh, the meaning as a dummy dating from the start of World War II. Interesting. Yeah, Guys, so. we really wow. got to the bottom of it. We really did it. Uh, and I'm just looking at mannequins with nipples right now. So anyway, <laughs> um, obviously we had an opinion about it, but there are other people out there who had a second opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. All right, these are five-star reviews culled from Amazon. They are weird, so let's get into it. Uh, okay, this is really interesting because these reviews are from an Amazon box set of Mannequin 2 and Mannequin 1 uh, together. So ooh, you'll see a little awesome. bit of crossover here. Um, this one is from Brenda Hobby, a.k.a. Taz Brataz, uh, and this is written on August 19th, 2014, so relatively new. I don't care for love stories. <laughs> but you know I'm, how usually the first one is better than the second ones? I'm made of hate. Well, these two are amazingly equal, and they were so much more than a love story. Oh, boy. They were clever. They were cunningly funny. Ugh. And they kept you drawn to the edge of your seat to see what can happen next. It was a damn goodbye <laughs> and an awesome add to my DVD collection. Holy shit. Five stars. Five fucking stars. Five stars. Nope. Um, and I get it. This one is one of my favorites of just all Amazon reviews. This is from Blonde Freddy, written in 2012. I really like Mannequin. The best version is the second one. I have bought several movies, kind of a lot of them, and all are made with quality workmanship. The movies are perfect. No faults. Sound is awesome. Who would have thought Amazon.com would have great movies? This is the place to buy a good movie or even rent one, too. I tell everyone to go to Amazon.com to buy all movies. <laughs> Paul. People always ask, where is a good place to buy a good movie online? Easy answer, Amazon.com, of course. Paul, this is, is a review for Amazon. Paul, is Amazon <laughs> our sponsor this week? <laughs> <I win. laughs> Five stars. Just because Amazon was good. Now, 
this is a, a thing that kind of came up a lot, which was uh, people did not like Kim Cattrall. They felt that she was too sexy. And a lot of people liked so Christy Swanson more because she was a little bit more genteel. Um, but the rest are all written kind of like this. This is from Get the Dirt. Five stars, Get the Dirt, from Rebecca Durank. Okay, now bear with me on this. I always think that Christy Swanson is a beautiful actress. And in this movie, her lover boyfriend wants to treat her like a queen and also to fight for her honor so that is more like going after. A man who has no knowledge to be a hitman to make things look like taking Christy hostage in his hot air balloon, and I think he is threatening the couple of love, facing a fear and turning into stone in a magic spell, so he's taking a big dose of his medicine by kidnapping the princess. Oof. So that was a five-star oh, review. I, like, that, that's a five-star. That's a five. And then that's followed by this one, which is from Crazy Python, also written in 2012. Crazy Python. First of all, I didn't buy this DVD. But I will when I have the chance. Oh. We're having many financial problems here in Portugal. Oh, no. And while I don't want to start to go nuclear on the government, nothing oh. will ever change. Oh, boy. But I still love Mannequin 2. <laughs> oh. I first saw it on video 500 years ago because of William Ragsdale, Herman's Head, and Terry Kaiser. Let's face it. Weekend at Bernie's is a fantastic comedy, and Herman's Head was a very funny sitcom with both Hank Azaria and Yeardley Smith from The Simpsons. Maybe Shout will open their eyes and release this on DVD while we're still alive. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But the story of Mannequin 2 itself is quite amusing and entertaining. Who ever thought of finding a woman of their dreams in a magical place? I know I did. So please don't <laughs> care about professional film critics and their opinions. They're about as valid as yours. Buy this DVD. Five stars. Don't wow. care about their opinions, but they're as valid as yours? Yeah, so your opinion is equally invalid yeah. as theirs. I'm um, wondering now, like, they didn't even have the materials in medieval time to turn her into a mannequin. Like, yeah. she should have been stone. That's what I yes. think, too. She will, yeah. Or a really carved, or a crude wood carving. Carving, yeah. Yes. She shouldn't have just turned into a modern-day mannequin. Yeah, no, she turned into a store mannequin, store mannequin, which would not have existed in medieval times. No. Even remotely. Um, but then um, you could argue that accents would probably be in medieval times, too. Let's go around the table. Would you recommend this movie, June? Would you say watch this movie? I actually, I didn't love watching this movie. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. Not I a fan. I didn't. Steve? Uh, yeah, I yeah. totally recommend it. I I was telling Jason, I had to go to Largo last night, and I got halfway through the movie, and my whole time at Largo, I was just going, I, I can't wait to go back and finish wow. this. <laughs> it had huge holes. I hated the, the German guys so much, but... Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. I, I, and I love Christy Swanson so I much. I love her, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would too. 100% watch this. And I will. I'm like, I I really. You should go back and see I, the I was going to say, I, yeah. it makes me want to watch the first one because me too. I know I saw it when it came out, but I have no reference points for it. I also highly recommend watching this movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. Like the, the, the music cues alone. I mean, yeah. from if you're if you're my age, if you're like in your 40s, if you're a teenager in the 80s. The music cues alone are so satisfying. Oh yeah, for how, like for the songs and the montages and just the ancillary kind of chase music, like yeah. is so terrific. It all oh, yeah. sounds like 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 forgotten Oingo Boingo songs. It's so eighties, <laughs> even though it's in the nineties. Yeah. 
Um, I will also say that uh, that you can get both of these movies together on a great DVD combo pack <laughs> for almost three dollars. So uh, unless maybe. you're in Portugal and ha- <laughs> oh, don't make me go time. nuclear. I apologize to the people of uh, Philadelphia. You have a great city, but you know it doesn't <laughs> hold a candle in New York. Suck it, Philly. <laughs> Suck it. Um, all right. So, uh, Steve, do you have anything uh, that you'd like to uh, plug? Nope. You about? can just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve Agee. You have amazing pictures on your inter- uh, Instagram. Thanks. I would uh, highly recommend following Thank you. you on that. Jason, anything you want to talk about? No, no not really. <laughs> June, anything you want to hit? <laughs> you can watch the second season of Grace and Frankie on Netflix and um, Lady Dynamite's on Netflix, too. Yay. And Yay. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. That's where we announce everything uh, about the show. Listen to our mini episodes because if you have a correction and omission, something that we didn't talk about here, you'll have your chance to voice it. You can call us at 619. <laughs> if you know where the butt starts. If you know Let where Jason the mannequin know. butt yeah. starts, <laughs> you know you can do it. By the way, we could probably get the financing for Mannequin 3. <laughs> Oh, guys. Oh, my God. I feel like we could probably get Mannequin 3, Mannequin, financed and made for a million dollars. By the way, it's not a bad idea. It's not. Who would we cast? Who would you cast as the Mannequin? Chris Hemsworth would be the first. John Hamm? Ooh, John Hamm would be great. Are you going a little bit older? No, I think you got to go, yeah. I would do like uh, Liam Hemsworth. James Franco. Or like uh, 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 Zac Efron. Oh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron's great. Yeah. Okay, and and, and Selena Gomez, is she like the designer or is it like something like that? Is it like, uh, wait, or is it something like like Holly Hunter? What? A cougar? Holly Hunter? A cougar, like a cougar. American cougar. (laughs) Wait, guys, 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 guys. It's Kim Cattrall. Oh, oh my God. Reprising her part. Oh, she falls in love. Idea. And we get Christy Swanson in there. It's all three oh, transformed. Wow. Guys, idea. let's make this goddamn <laughs> that movie. is the oh best. My God, it's dude. Good idea. Oh, that's actually a great idea. Zach Efron, Christy Swanson. <laughs> Um, Kim Cattrall. Uh, Kim Cattrall and inexplicably and, Holly Hunter for Paul. And, 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 well, no, Holly Hunter just got us the Kim Cattrall because it's the yes. same idea. Yep, yep, yep. And we have and uh, and and uh, and we have to have. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Meshach Taylor passed away. We'd have to have Hollywood's son, I believe, in sure. this movie. You have to find a young guy yep, that to can play that part. Guy Hannibal Kimmy Bur- Schmidt. Oh yeah, oh, that's a great idea. I was thinking, go the opposite way, make it like Hannibal Burris. Guys, we gotta make this movie. Really low key, I kind of like that. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to everybody here at Earwolf. Thank you to Avril Halley for pulling together all those clips. Uh, Nate Kylie for doing all of our research on the movie producer that killed himself because of the financial downfall. Marissa Zeitz, our big engineer, Sam. I know, I called you big. That's fine. <laughs> big, big old guy. Everybody here at Earwolf, July Diaz. <laughs> Thank you so wow. much for listening. We'll wow, see what is sense. happening? We are off the rails. <laughs> <laughs>